<laughs> That's the worst clink ever. That, you know why? It's they're because just, they're it's, cans. It, well, right? they're not only cans, but because it's Santa Monica, it's all recycled stuff, oh. so they don't ding properly well, like they if they were first used cans. That's yeah. horrible. <laughs> Friggin' Santa Monica. Uh, anyway. No, hey, we Kat. don't. Hi, Brad Munson. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the mini episode of the Dark Multiverse of Stephen King. That's why we're here, right? That's right. Yeah, where we don't actually tackle a book or movie or anything hardcore. We just kind of... Brad usually just sits in my bed and it fills me with information that I had no idea was going on in the that's multiverse of Stephen King. Feed her information on the King of Verse, mm-hmm. and that's what we're doing this yeah. time. But of course, this is a special day. This is Friday, oh. September sixth. This is It Day. It, it, it Chapter Two premiered today. Yes. When you guys hear this, now we're uh, cheating. We're we're actually, really cool. We're recording <laughs> no. on Wednesday, two days early. <laughs> She's doing the, the wavy ha- thing. The she happy dance. I do the wave. Our friends <laughs> at Sophia Online. Sefija, S-E-F-I-J-A online.com is a website, an entertainment website that I've written for for a thousand years. The publisher there, Angela Ortiz, got us passes for a screening. Press passes. We're going to be actual press credential passes to see It Chapter 2 tonight in actually just a couple of hours. So we're pretty amped about the whole thing. (laughs) You can go see it now for you on Friday. And we'll be talking about it on Monday. Yes. Just a couple Mm -hmm. days after it's premiered. And we're all very excited about it. Oh, we are so excited. There's stuff on our Twitter account and on our Instagram account Mm -hmm. about it and everything about it. And we're just pretty excited about the whole thing. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then also, after we finish that stuff, the following Monday, we'll be doing a whole episode just about the book. Yeah. Which doesn't really get enough attention because it's really pretty different than either version. Yes, that's why we're doing part chapter one for the movie, chapter two for the movie, and the the book has to be a whole separate thing. It has to. And maybe someday we'll do 1990s miniseries, maybe not. I'm not sure. We might just do that for fun, like as to have in the can. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Put in the can. (laughs) She's talking like a real broadcasting person. I think I am. (laughs) So it'll be, It's Travaganza is officially underway and we're having a great time with it and Mm -hmm. it's all very exciting. So that's the first thing I wanted to tell us. Oh, and the other big thing that's happening in the middle of this is next Tuesday on the 10th, Stephen King's new big novel, The Institute, comes out. And I'm so excited. I, for one, will be listening to the audiobook because I really love the work oh. of Santino Fontana. Oh, right. The uh, Broadway star and the crazy ex-girlfriend guy who's doing it. I'm really hoping that his performance is up to the Stephen Weber slash Michael C. Hall oh, level. Man. But I'm pretty excited. So that's coming. But the book amazing. itself and the audiobook available next Tuesday crazy for the first ex-girlfriend. time. Right? Crazy ex-girlfriend. You've got to watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. I, I, I have gotta. to watch that. Because I'm like, I, when you said that, I'm like, does he have a real life Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? No, no. no that's right. That's it was a TV it... series. I could go a long story <laughs> about it. But it was on the CW for about four years. They ended the show on purpose. They finished doing it. It's terrific. It is so good in so many ways. Every time he says it, I keep getting excited and looking for clowns. Looking for clowns. <laughs> Sorry. I'm super but happy. Anyway, that's coming out on right in the middle of all this stuff. That's uh, coming out, which is pretty darn cool, too. But the main thing that was kind of interesting in all this is that for the first time ever, Rolling Stone did an interview with Stephen King. No shit. Yeah. And no shit. Yeah, they just it's this like out, well, it's like, and I don't know. I don't know if people even read print magazines anymore. I will buy a, a I copy. spent yeah, thirty like, friggin' years <laughs> in print magazines, but I don't even buy them anymore. I will on that um, one. But I you want, can I also go to RollingStone.com and you can get you can read it online if you want. 
Um, I want it in my hand so I can smell the paper. That's why yeah, I still so read books. You, you and my daughters are the same way. I you love books. Are crazy. I love the smell of paper. This was by a journalist named Andy Green who did this really good interview. We can't read the whole thing, obviously won't, but there are a few things in it that I think were really interesting. First off, we finally get a straight quote from King and what he thought about Stranger Things because mm. he's really been kind of nice. He actually mm-hmm. says he liked it a lot. He said, quote, but it does owe something to it. <laughs> to it. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. That's another look at kids who are weak and helpless by themselves, but together can yeah. make something that's very strong. Mm-hmm. Same with Stand By Me. Yeah, if you exactly. Think about it, right? But I mean, so he understood that the, the yeah. through line for all of them was the same, but exactly. he was very nice and said some, some nice things about it. He also talked about a bunch of other adaptations that he has now in various stages of work. He actually has controls seven of them. He has really? script approval on seven Ooh. different projects. He didn't say which ones they were. Of course um, not. He's a teaser. Yeah, but so of all the things that are out there, some of them he has final approval. And he's being careful with each of them. The scripts have to work, he said. They can't have 19 pages of flashbacks to where the characters were kids. I want the pedal to the metal, and I want this to work in as timely a way as possible. He said so, that about... I think all of the stuff. He's basically oh, saying okay. these things didn't come Get out the way I want going. them to yeah, from so now, not the way it, right. they want them to. And that's after years of seeing his properties done poorly by other people, right. he's really taken control of it. Also in the interview, he talks about why he hated the Kubrick version of The Shining so much. <laughs> uh, and how he decided to let some of the Kubrick stuff into the new version of Dr. Sleep. That's oh, coming awesome, out. yeah. It does use some of the images. He said, my problem with Kubrick's film, he said, mm. was that it was so cold. The reason I didn't have any problem with this script is that they took some of Kubrick's material and warmed it up. Oh, I love that. So that's pretty cool. That Linda. is very cool. Um, and finally, he talked about his next book. Uh, not the institute, but oh. the next one, Ooh. which is called "If It Bleeds," Ooh. which is great because it comes from journalism, right? If it bleeds, it or leads. politics. If it it's, it's bleeds, journalism. It leads. Oh, okay. If it bleeds, it leads. That's it's whether the more bloody and violent it is, mm-hmm. the more we get the front page. And it's actually in the Holly Gibney series and the Mister Mercedes right, series. It's the next right. one of that after the Outsider. That it'll be coming out probably next year. He said it's basically done. He's doing a final polish on Mm -hmm. that. And he's already hard at work on the book after that. And he's really excited about the renaissance of his material, how people have been coming back to it. Oh, I'm so happy because I'm really excited because, you know, for years and years and years, I've been telling people Stephen King is my favorite author, and they look at me like I'm an idiot. Like yeah, there's like, something you're still wrong reading with me. That guy? Like, like why would? And I'm like, have you read Stephen King? And they say no, but I've seen his movies, and I'm like, God damn it, doesn't do it fucking justice. Like you cannot sit there and take his his movies that have been done poorly and equate it in any way to the brilliance of the psychological. Yeah, you and know. In, in fact, one of the reviews, that, uh, the early reviews of the Institute that came out said that you can no longer call Stephen King a horror writer his books are too intricate and too mature to just be some genre thing that's why he won the national book award come on i mean Uh, yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all that stuff but he says i'm 71 years old and a lot of people my age are forgotten and i've had this sudden burst of interest that's very gratifying I Which love I thought it. was pretty cool. 71 years old. He's even older than me. Um, <laughs> I can't let either one of you ever die. You have to promise me. And Stephen King, 
Just give me a call and promise me over the phone that you will never, never die. die. Or I, Skype I think me, whatever. If anybody has figured out a way not to, it would be him. But if you want to read this whole piece by, by Andy Green, please do. It is in rollingstone.com. Or you can buy the print magazine. Which I will be doing. At one or two places in America still. Right. I don't know. And all this does bring up one other interesting thing, which is about the Mr. Mercedes you were talking about last time around, about mm-hmm. how you can't even find the damn thing. I was unaware of yet another adaptation that's already in the works. It was actually announced last December and just got past me, which is The Outsider, which is the fourth book in the series. The one where Holly Gibney comes in the one where you can actually read it though by yourself. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't need to have read the Mr. Mercedes trilogy to do it. Gotcha. But she's in it. Holly Gibney is in that, and that's being done as a series by HBO. And it's already underway. It's been cast. They're doing it now. A lot of just her character. Well, she's the only one that crosses over from the first series. Oh, gotcha. And there's some other really great actors in it. Jason Bateman is going to be in it, and Mary Winningham, who's been in everything from St. Elmo's Fire forward. She was in uh, Under the Dome for a little bit. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, I know, poor thing. She was in like three episodes, then got strangled and thrown off a boat. Oh, right, gotcha. Came Mm -hmm. and went. Ben Mendelsohn, who's a well-known Australian actor, is going to be playing the lead detective in this, whose character was Ralph Anderson. Mm. But the most interesting thing is who's playing Holly Gibney. And it's someone you won't know. It's Cynthia Erivo. I'm shaking uh, my head. Holly <laughs> Gibney is, the character is, she's very socially awkward, very nervous, kind mm. of, um, you wouldn't say OCD exactly, but very close to that. Okay. She had very tough family, and then she was kind of emerged from that. It was only this relationship with the detective in the first three that brought her out of her shell. But she's kind of mousy, dark blonde hair, very nervous right. character. And a woman named Justine Lupe played her in Mr. Mercedes, and she played him very much to to type, to look like that. Cynthia Rivo is exactly the opposite of really? that. Cynthia Rivo is Nigerian descent, very black, British actress, so I assume she'll right. be doing American. Very bold, has white blonde hair. Really? Won the Tony on Broadway for creating the color purple role, oh my God. major role. You couldn't pick wow. two. And I'll, I'll show you how different it is. I want to show you. This is a picture of Justine Lupe. Okay. Okay. That is Cynthia Arriva. I know her. Okay, I know yeah, you'll her. I know, her. Yeah. She's done a oh bunch of other stuff. She's but so gorgeous. She's also, interestingly, I mentioned her. Remember when I said the podcast a drama called Carrier that I really liked? Right. She's the lead in that. And really? was a co-producer of it. She was oh. terrific. But what the... I mean, we're not just talking about a yeah, little change no, in casting. Yeah, no, this is humongous. I love it. Could, and I'd be really interested to see how she plays I agree. the whole nervous, uncertain character. So, yeah, I can't see her ever doing that. She's so bold. She's so like yeah, just she, beautiful. In, in her, you know, this confidence her, that exudes from her. Yeah, just how mm-hmm. how are they? Gonna, or are they? Or are they pretty much? Let's find out how great an actress yeah, she is. I mean, yeah, seriously, her range. This real will test it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's doing the outsider which is, like I said, being made now, uh-huh. probably fall of next year before we see it, but you never right. know with these things. You never, never know. Um, and, <laughs> by the way, they announced Castle Rock Season 2. Uh, Be is, still my heart. It is October 23rd. Oh, my God. So very soon. Very so soon. that's my early anniversary present. Uh, I'm excited. This is perfect. Yeah. I can binge before I go on my trip back to New York for my anniversary. Uh, yeah, this will be on Hulu as last time. And they're a little bit better than Netflix about telling you in advance when Good. they're going to do it. Thank it, God. Uh, completely unrelated to King, Netflix did it again this week. Oops, I am an addict I to the great uh, British baking show. 
I love you it. You love that. I love that stupid show. That's the show. one thing that makes you tear up. And yeah, and Babang, the first episode of the new season came out last Friday. Nobody knew it was coming oh, out. Oh, were you it just super excited? Up. Oh, yeah. Oh, you were just like, oh my God. And the daughter watched it immediately. Oh, we were all I excited. Love it. And How is the daughter? She's, she's doing good. good. She's doing good. Started college her. again. I mean, third year of college uh, just now, just this week. Good for and her. I was pretty excited. Give um, her my love. I will, as always. And actually, that's about all I've got for this week. But The Outsider, Woo! now we know when Castle Rock's coming out. Oh, and, my God. Um, I'm so excited. I can't and, wait. And The Institute and Well, we need a good Halloween over the, you know, I mean, ah. because here's the thing. You know, they're going to kind of want to see competition for uh, The Walking Dead. That starts back again in October as well, well that's right. And Creep Show is so, coming out next month, yes. too. I mean, there's just so a we've crap got load so, of stuff. So much. So and we, and they haven't yet announced a premiere date for In the Tall Grass. Right. But it is going to be showing at some um, some horror cons in the fall. So it's around as yeah. well, though we've heard very little about it. And next week, I think we'll probably focus, unless some big other news comes out, on Joe Hill because he's got a bunch of stuff happening both in books and uh, video for that that we'll talk about then. Pretty excited. So anyway, that was enough. Okay, yeah. We gotta wrap this shit up because you know what? In real time, I need to get ready to go see it with our (laughs) press passes. (laughs) It's true. We're about ready to go. So anyway, we will see you on Monday to talk about it chapter two. And guys have a good weekend. Yeah. Bye. Bye.